Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. And people who are about to have some vacation. That seems like all we talk about. We're taking a little mini vacation well, here. Okay. Here's the here's the there. thing. Here's the thing. It's because uh where I work has suddenly become very shitty about people taking extended vacations. Right? They do not like it when you right, take so they're happy if you give you three or four days off. So they would rather I take a couple days off and a couple days off here. It really doesn't work out to their best interest to do that. Well, because you always take them before or after a weekend, so you end up having a long weekend. Right, but it also means that I'm taking a lot of time off, mm-hmm. and I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Well, tough. Like, they can right, deal. but I tried to explain this to my boss before. If you let me take off just two weeks when I want to take off two weeks, when I leave for those two weeks, everything will be caught up. You know what I'm saying? I will have covered everything for the next two weeks, and nobody will have to worry about anything while I'm gone. You see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I have a lot of time to prepare for it. When you make me take a couple days here and a couple days there, I don't do shit extra. I'm just taking days off now. And that, if that means somebody has to do my job on that Monday and Tuesday, fuck them. And they do, and nobody likes it. That's true. But they're still not going back to the old way, so whatever. They're going to call us. Really calls. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I'm going to be stuck with kids that aren't my own, though. And I, I know. Don't... Deep I, breath. I like your sister. And this isn't even about her kids. You know what I mean? I hate all kids that I did not directly create. I know. And I mean, I hate them. I have like the most primitive gorilla instinct about other kids. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what gorillas do when other kids that aren't theirs come into their house? Well, they, they hurt them. They smash their brains on rocks. Yeah. Or they eat them. One of the two. That's kind of how I feel about when other people's kids are in my area. I'm like I, you I did just not hide in the den. I don't want to be trapped in I'll my put fucking food den. And drink in here for I you. don't. I don't want to be trapped in my den. My Xbox is out in the other room. <laughs> You're gonna get all OCD and gather up all your things and I get, shove them in a corner and lock them up. Right? I get very pent up when there's people. Here, here's the thing: touching my stuff. We'll talk about it more as it gets closer to the time. But other kids are fucking animals, and at least when my kids are being animals, and I go into the room and say, "Stop being fucking animals." They'll listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some other people's kids, I tell them to stop being animals. They go, you're not my mom. Oh, they get, <sighs> they get scared and throw up. I'm good with that, too. No, <laughs> I'm not. Well, if they throw up, I'm just going to clean that shit up. Yuck. <laughs> anyway, this is episode number 731, networking. Or a lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Now, you have had your own business for a while. Stop looking at me like that. I actually, make a lot of noise. I bump some shit. Nobody cares. I edited it out anyway. Uh, you started your business quite some time ago. Mm. And pretty much the minute you started it, I said, would you please do these other things that go with your business so that you can branch out? Mm-hmm. Or, or not just branch out. So you can reach the you audience you need to reach. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> and didn't do it 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 and didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And about six months ago, I sat you down and said, no, seriously, fucking do it. Right. And I told you exactly. Step I did by some st- on my own. Okay. But not we 
are you denying the fact that you and I had a serious conversation about your well, business? We did. And I said, you have to do these things. And you started doing them. And what has the result been? It's been very positive. A- astounding fucking success. <laughs> That's what it is. And it wasn't that hard, was it? No. There's still a few things you need to do, right? Some A couple of new things to add yes. to your arsenal, right? Yes. Okay. But I, I was really proud of myself because I did do several things. I was doing them consistently. Right. And it, it, it makes a big difference, mm-hmm. right? Just a few. It, does. it doesn't take very long at all. A couple minutes every day doing a little well, social media sometimes bullshit. I get a little bit bogged down and stuff in one go. But oh, okay. For the most part, yeah. But it doesn't take very long. And you do a couple, you do a little bit every week and it boosts up your, your visibility to people who buy your shit, correct? And mm-hmm. then they buy your shit. Mm-hmm. So thing two is now starting some online work of her own. Well, yeah. We're encouraging her to because she really has very few choices as far as being able to make her own income that's the problem getting a job is very difficult right now she has some skills that she could use to get a job online basically but she has to get customers she has to get clients and we were having a discussion with her because we had one of our very few cases where it was just the three of us out for dinner Mm -hmm. and i i explained to her what she needs to do right just like i explained to you and what did she say no i I don't want to do that which is really unusual because teenagers these days are pretty plugged in. Yes, but she's just like you. She downplays her strengths so much that she doesn't believe she has them well, anymore. Well, she's very artistic. Yes. And she doesn't think she is. But right. she really is. But she really is. Mm-hmm. And much like you, if she tries something and doesn't immediately grok it, isn't immediately able to just kick its ass, she just stops it. Right? Yeah, she gets very frustrated. And I was explaining to her, if you just sat down over the summer and did these things that I'm telling you, by the end of the summer, you would be able to make a very nice income for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you would do quite well at it. It wouldn't be enough money to live on, but it would be as much money as you're going to make working at a fucking restaurant. Probably. She'll enjoy it more. And I won't have to take her places. This, to me, is a big win. She can do it. She can do it from here. She can be completely self-sufficient. But she's a little bit afraid of the internets and all the scary folks that reside there. It's not even the scary folks that she's afraid of. She's afraid to put herself out there. She's afraid to say, look what I did. Isn't it cool? And it's the same fear that you had for a long time where you simply were afraid to promote yourself. Well, part of the problem is, is you really make yourself very vulnerable. You, you know, the internet is, can be a mean place. People right. will voice their opinions, whether they're true or not. Right. And that, well, I mean, opinion's an opinion, but they'll, some people are there just to tear you down. Right. But you and I have had that issue before, correct? Mm-hmm. Where we've had to deal with people like, okay, you're just being a fucking ridiculous hater, so mm-hmm. fuck off. I don't even care. And that was what I was trying to tell her. You don't, you have to just ignore those fucking people. There's always going to be a naysayer. Always. It doesn't matter who, how good you are. Right. You just don't have to believe them. Just don't fucking listen to them. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when you're a, a fragile 16-year-old who is just starting out. I, I know. I mean, it's hard, even as an artist, you know that, to put yourself out there to criticism. Because a lot of times you're putting your heart and soul into something. Yes. But I, I don't know. My, my whole issue with, this, with the thing is the world is becoming very much driven by entrepreneurs. You really are not going to be able to just work for a company and make a decent living anymore. You're going to have to go out there and do your own shit. Yeah. And you have to be willing to take a couple shots. 
and the internet is the perfect place to do it because the internet is full of assholes right mm-hmm. and so anybody who dogs on you you can just immediately say you're just an internet asshole so i am ignoring you right it has no real impact that's true i don't know well on the flip side of things thing three was bored the other day and she was surfing the nets oh and she was looking at some of my stuff and then yeah she goes i was really surprised because people really like it i was and like well how insulting is that our kids what the hell our, our children have zero appreciation for the things that you and i have accomplished <laughs> zero they don't get it i have a bookshelf more than one bookshelf full of shit that i wrote and other people published mm-hmm. right and then people went out and purchased right okay <laughs> right and every day one of my children goes so you're a writer huh what do they do they not get it Mm-mm. it makes me so mad <laughs> and for you the same thing they look at your stuff which appeals to them specifically those, your kids are in your demographic mm-hmm. and they're like yeah that's pretty neat and they don't under ah, just do you know what i'm saying yeah well but on the flip side some of the things like for instance thing three and clothes what was she saying about my clothes the other okay day? this is because of the choice that you gave thing three mm-hmm. right thing three wanted wants an ipod touch so bad she doesn't even know what to do about it right right it really makes her delirious and so you found out you could get a refurbished mm-hmm. iPod Touch, the lowest grade of one. Right. Of the new, it's, it's the newest one, but it's the smallest of the newest ones. Eight gigabytes or whatever. Right. For a couple hundred bucks. Right. Not yeah. an outrageous amount of money. Right. Especially because we usually spend, I'm, I'm not going to say how much we spend, but we don't, we take the kids out for a nice dinner. And we you, spend. You're talking about for birthdays. For birthdays. Right. Right. And we take them out for a nice dinner wherever they want to go. Usually now everybody's moved up to the Cheesecake Factory cakes for their birthday. Yeah, who started that? Was you. That me? Fucking <laughs> you. Oh, my yeah. children learn so well. <laughs> yeah. It used to be, uh, I just want uh, a chocolate cake. <laughs> and then, And then one year you're like, I would like a pumpkin uh, pie from the Cheesecake Factory for my birthday. And now everybody's like, I'd like to get a chocolate cake for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So we do that, and then we buy them a couple presents. So by the time you get all added up, you know, you're looking at a couple hundred bucks anyway. Right. So this year, we're not really taking her out to dinner, per se. We're doing something else with other people. Right. So that there's not that. And you said if you get this, you don't get anything else. Right. right. Because she had, like, a list. I mean, she sent me three separate emails with mass lists, like 50 things on each list. Now, and most of them were clothes. To be fair... The reason why she gives people a big list is because she hears you complain about the people who don't give well, you a list at all. that's probably true. So she just gives you a lot of things to choose from. She knows mm-hmm. she's not getting all that shit, mm-hmm. but she's just throwing it out there. This is the kind of things I like, Mom. Right. So you had said, well, I'm, I will buy you the iPod Touch, but that's all you're getting. Right. And you said then that you would make her some clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it in the pool after you got out one day. It was just she and I. Because yeah. we leave the pool in shifts so people can shower. Because we only have two bathrooms, not enough for everybody, so we take shifts. And she said, well, I really want some clothes for my birthday. And I said, well, you have a fucking choice to make then. You can get some clothes or you can get an iPod Touch. Or you can get an iPod Touch and your mom will make you some clothes. And she said, 
mom's quills just don't have the cute factor that I'm looking for. <laughs> of course, she said now, that one out of my right. She's not going to say in front of me. Hearing you. range. But I said, well, I, I said, well, I'm going to tell your mom you said that because <laughs> that's not nice. Sold her out. Now here's the thing, though, the, and this is the irritating part. You, have, our our kids have asked for things specifically mm-hmm. that they saw on the internet. You made them those things. And gave them right, to them. and they didn't even fucking know the difference. I know they assumed you had bought it off the internet until you go, "Oh, I made that," and they're like, "Oh, wow, well, shocking!" Right, my mom makes shit I actually like. So that's the part that I find offensive for you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm being uh-huh. offended for you. I was just like, "You're just a little fucking asshole." People pay your mom much more for clothes than I would ever pay for clothes for you, kid. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then when she thought about it. She came back to me later and she goes, yeah, I kind of made my decision. I think I'd really like the iPod touch and you can go ahead and make me some clothes. I I was like, why would I even bother? Right. No. You're not not going to wear them. (laughs) Right. No. I said, no. I'm not buying shit for you, kid. I've never understood that. My mom made clothes for me and I hated them, but my mom sucked at making clothes for me. I would have like shirts with sleeves that didn't match and shit. Well, I think people are probably a little bit better now at making things that don't look homemade okay people aren't you are you have i know but you have the there are a huge array of tools that you can use now that weren't available back when you were well this is what i'm saying you have professional quality machines Mm -hmm. so when you make machines when they're when you make clothes on your machines they look like they're made in a factory except for they're much nicer but you know what i'm saying The, the seams are all finished properly and everything looks like it's supposed to look but our kids yeah i'm a turd People pay enormous amounts of money for handmade wardrobes that fit them specifically. Tailored clothes for them. And our kids are being assholes about it. Yeah. I punch them in the That's neck. That's going to take it for granted. They're kids. I guess That's it's true that do. no matter how cool you are, your kids just don't think you're Exactly. Cool. Like Gene you're Simmons. You're always going to be the weirdo. Oh, mom, don't do that. Yeah, Gene Simmons' kids. So what, Dad? What have you done lately? Exactly. I'll fucking stab you in the face, you little shit. Nothing's ever good enough. No, kids are awful. What's like Stephen King's kid changed his name? You know that? So that people wouldn't recognize him? Yeah, his name is Joe Hill. He writes, that's the name he writes under. Mm-hmm. Except for there's a picture of him on the back of his books. Oh, look, it's Stephen King. He, he looks exactly like fucking Stephen well, that's King. that's unfortunate. Yeah, Stephen King is not, a, not an attractive man. He looks like a hillbilly frogman. But I, if I was his dad, I would find that offensive. Well, I can kind of see it, though. He was trying to branch out on his own. He doesn't want... He writes horror stories. You understand that? He writes horror stories. I know. He writes exactly like his father. It's not like he's trying to do something totally different, and he doesn't want to get the king stink all over him. If I was Stephen King, I would disown that fucking kid. Annoying. Annoying. News with Kim. A Utah man faces an animal cruelty charge after a Facebook video surfaced showing him eating what appeared to be a live baby rat. 31-year-old Andy Ray Harris of Tuala was charged with the misdemeanor in April after authorities viewed the video. People for the ethical treatment of animals reported it to police. I thought you said this guy was a pastor. No. No, because that makes it even worse. Well, it, I, I didn't say anything about that. Look at me. I'm up at the pulpit. <laughs> I'm eating a baby rat. No. Here's the thing about this that kind of disturbs me. Well, more than kind of disturbs me. There's no evidence that he actually ate a rat. 
Well, how can you, you, it's not like that somebody was there and inspected his, the contents of his stomach Co- correct. immediately. Correct. And it's the internet. You don't think people put fake shit on the internet all the time? Well, that's true. I mean, how many times have you seen people, look, I'm going to pretend swallow this sword and you're like just putting it behind you. It's just the angle that you're looking at it. Right. You're just really putting it beside you. Right. There's, was there's, it like that? Or did did they show him biting the head off and the, now there's guts no, hanging no, out no, and there's no, blood no. and he's I, crunching I around? I didn't see the video, but the way the video was explained, he opens his mouth, he holds up the little thing and he puts it in his mouth and chews and then he opens his mouth and there's nothing in there. It's the internet. How easy is that sleight of hand? To, pre- to pretend like you put something in your mouth. I don't like the idea of people watching videos on the internet and then calling the police. That bothers me. It really bothers me because they're going to, you're going to get, a, it's going to be a big ration of shit for whoever gets the police called on them. And you're going to get to court. And really, this guy's whole defense is prove it. Prove I ate a fucking rat. That's true. I and, don't know. And, and that's what annoys me. You would think the police would have enough sense to go, there's no way we're ever going to be able to prove this guy ate a fucking rat. Now, I got to ask this. Was it a live baby rat, like as in brand new baby rat? Because they're itty bitty. It's supposed, yes, it was supposed to be. Or was a, it no, like not like you know, not like a year or half year old or whatever? No, it was supposed to be a little pink rat. Which, not a whole lot to those. No, they're very very small. And in other countries, they get et all the time. Yuck! They fry them up. Did you know that? Well, yeah, like like shrimp, like Vietnam, like stuff they like rats, little right? bitty shrimps, all fried up. You just eat Yuck. them all. Super tasty. I don't know. I, I don't either. And how? even if he did eat a rat, let's say he ate a rat. Who are you to tell somebody they can't eat a rat? They're not an endangered species Correct. as far as I can tell. That's my fucking rat. I ate it. Tasty. Delicious. I ate it. It didn't suffer any more than, remember the video I showed you of the scary robot hog butchers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, those are already dead. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't eating it alive. Okay. I worked in a slaughterhouse, and I will tell you now, the cows that come down the chute know what's happening. And this rat did not suffer any more than those cows did. And I'm telling you now, the suffering is very minimal. I don't know. It's pretty easy to avoid that kind of stuff. If you don't want to pe- people get up in arms, you don't stomp baby kitty with your high heeled stilettos. Okay, you don't you understand, eat live baby rats. Right. And I understand that stomping cats with the stilettos is not nice and you shouldn't do it. I don't think you should stomp on rats with your stiletto heels either. But I don't think that just because the police see something on the, the internet that they should come to your house and arrest you unless it's something okay. that's a clear crime. So he gets slapped with a misdemeanor. I saw somebody else get slapped with a misdemeanor. This week, and it was out of the blue, shocking to me, too. I was watching the Casey Anthony trial. It's <laughs> a um, punk-ass kid. I shouldn't say kid, because he's 28, so he knows. He knows better. Well. Everybody in that courtroom should know better, because you know that they get the lecture before it even starts for the day. They get told, sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're not supposed to make any gestures. You're not supposed to make any facial expressions. And right. you're not supposed this to do kid, Flips off the prosecutor. Okay. In the middle of the trial. Yeah, during the trial. Right. And the judge, of course, sees it. And they dismiss everybody except for this guy. He was just a spectator. Right. And the judge hauls him up in front of the bench, basically grills him. Man. And uh, 
slaps him with contempt of court. Yeah. And sentences him right there. I thought the kid was going to shit his pants. Well, here... The look on his face, he was swallowing hard. Yeah. He was trying to like shrink down into his shirt so he looked as meek and mild as possible. It was yeah, the dumbest right. thing. Because here's the thing. Judges, this judge especially, seems to be kind of a kindly old man judge. He's very not, patient. That's what I'm saying. He's very patient, even when people are being ridiculous in his courtroom, which is happening virtually every fucking day. He's patient with them. He explains why they're being a douche. And he says, please, can you stop being a douche? But clearly, he's also a hanging judge. <laughs> when you cross the line, he will fuck up your day. And he charged the kid with contempt of court. And here, mm-hmm. let me give you a tip if you're ever in a courtroom. I, I can tell you this. Right, right now. Contempt of court is wide ranging and is virtually whatever the fucking judge feels like saying it is that day and you will go to fucking jail. Yeah, they handcuffed him (laughs) right there and hauled him off. I was thinking, oh my God, he's going to call his parents and he's going to cry. Yes, and the judge has wide ranging powers as to what kind of sentence he can throw down for contempt of court. And it's his courtroom. And again, it's whatever he feels like doing to you that day. So if you ever find yourself in court, even when you're a spectator, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, here's my next one. Well, how long did the kid get in jail? He got six days and a $400 fine plus a $243 court fee. Yeah. And and he went to jail right then. Yes. Like, you don't get to go home. You don't get to call a lawyer. You are in jail for the week enjoy <laughs> oh my God. and like i said that's the warning about contempt of court it happens right fucking now there's a person i know i don't know them personally but there's somebody that went to court they owed the court some uh documents that they had to prepare mm-hmm. and the judge put them in jail until the documents were finished yep. <laughs> yes Can't mess around with don't that stuff. fuck with the judge next story George Kenny, 51, former principal of Northport High School in Sarasota, admitted to hypnotizing as many as 75 people, students, parents, and staff, at the school and to defying orders to only use hypnosis in psychology class and with parental permission. His use of the practice, widely known at the school, came under scrutiny after Kenny acknowledged he had hypnotized Wesley McKinley, 16, the day before the teenager killed himself in April but he had denied using the technique on Brittany Palumbo, 16, who killed herself on May 4th, or Marcus Freeman, 16, a quarter star quarterback on the high school team who died in a car crash March 15th. Yeah, he says he didn't, and now he's saying he did. That's really scary. Yes. I don't know that much about hypnotism, except for, remember the story we did about the hypnotist who fell down on stage mm-hmm. and everybody was still hypnotized? Right. Yeah, he admitted that was bullshit. He he admitted that was a publicity publicity stunt for Mm -hmm. a show. Fine. And I don't really think that hypnotism can make you do things you weren't already going to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But the coincidences are too high and maybe you should stop. Mm -hmm. If I did anything and then somebody died after I did it, I would stop doing that thing. Yeah, I think it's... um definitely something worth looking into of course you know he's hypnotized the parents and staff as well so at least you would have some adults 
that would have a bit of feedback as to what it was like or what he was saying. Of I course, guess. you know, if it's true hypnotism, then maybe they're not supposed to remember everything, right? I, I don't know. Was he I giving them subliminal messages, some suggestions? I don't know. Have you ever been really hypnotized, like gone to no. for hypnotherapy or whatever? Nope. I was when I was younger for my headaches. Okay. They thought this was back. Maybe we'll do it for to help stop smoking and they did for smoking, and, weight loss, blah blah, mm-hmm. blah blah. And it was not like I don't know. I remember pretty much all of it. It was just okay. I'm gonna count back from ten. Ten. You're very sleepy. Nine. You can only hear the sound of my voice. Eight. Like that, right? And it was mostly just, you know, feel good bullshit stuff. So I don't know what this guy was doing. But again, if I did anything to somebody and they died, I would think twice about doing that to anybody else. I don't know. Of course, that's going to be one of those hard things to prove. I don't think they can actually charge him with anything, right? Could be completely coincidental. Could be. I don't know. That's a lot of people to fucking die. That's true. Because my thing is, how we we've talked about the before about the fact that the school we went to had an extraordinarily high mortality rate, right? Mm-hmm. We we did not have three people kicking off in the course of a couple of months. That that is enough to cause people to start freaking the fuck out. That's true. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm very confused by the whole thing. I, I just think that. Again, if you do something and somebody dies, you should probably stop doing it for a little bit. I agree. <laughs> Let everybody cool off a little bit. I mean, if I grabbed your boob and you died, I would think really hard before I grabbed another boob. And I like to grab your boobs. Cut it out. Love them. They're delicious. Next story. All right. Authorities. Oh, this story. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just read the story and let people get their own impression of it? Be a little unbiased. I can't help it. Authorities say the body of a woman who died in a Massachusetts public pool went undetected for days as swimmers t- continued to use the pool before the victim was found floating. The body of Marie Joseph, 36, was discovered by teenagers Tuesday evening in the Vietnam Veterans Swimming Pool in Fall River, Massachusetts according to Bristol County District Attorney Spokesman Greg Miliote. Joseph had gone to the pool on Sunday with a nine-year-old neighbor and his family. She collided with the boy while the pair careened down a pool slide, Miliote said. After the collision, the boy surfaced, but the woman did not. There are so many questions about the story that they're asking. Like, she went to the swimming pool with some people she knew and their kid right mm-hmm. she and the kid went down the slide together the kid came up went swimming back to his parents at some point his parents left for the day and are they just the kind of assholes that leave people that came with them they exactly don't, <laughs> you don't look for him at all the kid doesn't ever go man that last ride was awfully cool but i don't know where our neighbor is Yeah, I don't know who would do that. I guess because they thought that she was a grown woman, she would leave on her own cord. But if she got there with them, <laughs> right. you would think that she would not have a way home, right? Yes, and you would think that she would be very angry whenever you leave without her. I would be. I would not be pleased if somebody left without me. Somebody gives me a ride somewhere and they just decide to leave. That is asinine behavior. 
But the more disturbing thing to me is we have a swimming pool, right? Yes. If there's a leaf on the bottom of the pool. You can see it. <laughs> right. I know. We're talking at the 10 foot end. You can see the stuff at the bottom. In fact, it gets magnified. Right. If we can't, if we can't stand at the far end of the pool and see the drain on the other end, we're like, oh, the pool's a little cloudy today. Right? It needs to be. Yes. It's a little dirty. Maybe we need to shock it or whatever. If a human body was on the bottom of the pool and you couldn't see it, why are you swimming in that pool? Exactly. How filthy does that water have to be? That's just nasty. I'm also a little disturbed by the fact that the people who run the pool didn't notice that their chlorine levels dipped precipitously. They probably only test it like once a week or something. That's gross. It is gross. It's gross. How many people (laughs) were swimming in there with a decomposing body? Right. Oh my God. People swam what in there. What about people bumping into it and shit and going, move, well, get out of the way. <laughs> You're rude. That's the part that I thought was a little weird. The pool only, was only like 10 feet deep or something. Eight and a half feet deep. I don't remember exactly how deep. When I was a kid, people went to the bottom of the pool all the time. It was how you showed your manhood. Right? right? Like, I'm going to go touch the bottom. Nobody touched the lady? On the bottom, I know the dead body down there, and then do said, they have lifeguards? Because they're clearly not doing their job. They're supposed to be on the lookout for things that stay in the same <laughs> spot for too long. That's what I'm saying. It was there for days until it started to decompose, fill up with gas, and then pop to the top like a rotten oh cork. Oh my god, gross! Seriously, they really gross. need to also be talking to the people that she went with. Yeah, and go what? What? Why would you just leave and somebody there? Did they somebody- know that she was dead and they left? I don't know. Seriously. And the other part that's weird is you took her there, right? And she's your friend. Okay. And so she didn't leave with you. Fine. But then you don't see her for days on end. I don't know. The whole thing is creepy and the stuff of scary movies. It's gross. It's gross. We were telling thing three about this. And she was like, that's it. I am never going to a public pool without my own testing kit. Well, (laughs) she goes, people were swimming in that. They got that water in their mouth. They had dead people in their mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's perfect. That's why. (laughs) For not wanting my kids to go in public pools. That's why I don't go to a public pool. I will Uh, not go to a public pool. I will not. Mainly because, like we've talked about before, around here, the public pools, how many times a year do they have outbreaks of fucking uh, listeria and all that shit? Nasty a pool lot. stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's not the listeria. It's the... Crypto. Cryptosporidium. Yes. yes. Every fucking year, every pool in Dallas, at least once a year, has an outbreak. And you know why? You know when you were growing up and we went to the public pool... What is? What did you have to do before you were allowed to get in the you pool? Had to take a shower. A fucking shower. Yeah. A cold ass blasting shower. And there were people that stood there and said, "You weren't in the fucking shower long enough. Get back in it until you're clean." Yep. And this is why. Also, people, when you have diarrhea, don't go to the goddamn swimming pool. You're gross. Don't take your baby, you know, in a dirty diaper it, on the exactly. pool either. The only way you get crypto in the pool is if somebody's shit particles come out of their butthole and get in the pool. Stop Yuck. it. You're gross. And that's why I want someone in a public pool. I will Yeah, because there might be dead people floating in and you just don't know. Well, Seriously, it, though, if it's that cloudy, don't swim in it. it I don't care right. how desperate you are. Turn around and go home. Right. If you look in the pool Common and sense, you people. can't see the bottom of the pool, it's filthy. Don't go in the water. It's gross. So gross. 
Uh, so if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. I just can't even imagine that. I just, yeah. I can't imagine the pool is so cloudy that a dead body is in it and nobody fucking notices. Blah. Don't forget, you can do some blueberry.com, leaves a review on iTunes, vote for some podcast outlet. Go to my website, click the Amazon link, buy some shit. It helps out. We appreciate it. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 